Hello, I'm Summerland Mayor Doug Holmes. You're listening to the Mayor's Podcast. On November 4th, Summerland residents will go to the polls in a referendum to ask if they approve the borrowing of up to $50 million to build a new multi-purpose recreation centre. On this month's podcast, we're going to look at how we got to this point of holding a referendum. We will consider the state of the current Summerland Aquatic and Fitness Centre and talk about the programming that goes on there and how it benefits the community. In next month's podcast, we will go into the details of the new rec centre that's being proposed for the referendum and the potential grant funding that we're, that Council is looking for. Joining me today are Jenny Kunka, President of the Orca Swim Club, which provides competitive swimming opportunities for youth in Summerland, and Jean Monroe, an occupational therapist and executive director of Recope, which provides aquatic therapeutic exercises for adults. Jenny and Jean, welcome. Thank you. It's great to be here. Glad to join you for this. The existing aquatic and fitness center was built in 1976, and for almost 50 years, it has been a community hub providing health benefits for Summerland residents of all ages. Besides drop-in public lane swimming and family swim times, the District of Summerland runs a number of programs at the pool, uh, including uh, Zumba classes for adults, events like uh, the Halloween Haunt and Tropical Swim for youth, and of course, there are swimming lessons. Considering we're a lakeside community, it's especially important that our children learn to swim. I know my children took swimming lessons at the Summerland pool, whether they liked it or not. Last year, we had more than 1,600 Red Cross swimming lessons uh, registrations. The schools also use our pool. Last year, we had 844 students, uh, 687 of them from Summerland, 99 from Penticton, and 58 from the Penticton Indian Band Reserve. The pool is also home to some amazing nonprofit societies that run programs beyond what the municipality is able to provide. The Orca Swim Club and Recope are two of the most important organizations operating out of the Aquatic Centre. Jenny and Jean, I'll let you tell us about our organizations, your organizations. Okay, uh, my name is Jenny and I'm with the Summerland Orca Swim Club. Uh, we are a non-profit sports organization uh, that we have about 80 swimmers this year. In previous years, we would have had about 120 swimmers, but we are just still rebuilding our numbers from COVID. Um, we employ three female coaches uh, part-time and three junior coaches, which are typically teenagers that are also some of our higher level swimmers. Um, Orca was founded in the mid nineties. So we've been running the swim club out of the Summerland pool for quite a while now. Um, we have development swimmers, and those are kids, they start at five years old, and all you have to do is be able to swim across the pool without touching the bottom, and uh, we'll take you on. So they, those kids swim tw two days a week. Our age group swimmers, those are our more competitive swimmers. Typically, they're about 11 years old and up. They can swim upwards of four to six days a week. Uh, the swimming is amazing for um, fitness for other sports. Uh, it's obviously just a high, com highly competitive sport. The kids love going to the swim meets and the competition and the goals and their challenges and the achievements that they um, that they can achieve are like life changing. They love it. Uh, they have fun. They can travel. 
um, yeah, there's just so many benefits to, to a competitive swim club. Uh, I'm Jean Monroe. I'm with Recope at the Summerland Pool, and Recope started in 1976 when the new pool opened, the current pool opened. Um, there was some staff at the Summerland Hospital at the time that had some young people who had had uh, some ski accidents and needed to do rehab, and they thought it would be a good idea to do it in the pool. Uh, and when other people saw them doing that, they said, oh, I could use a little rehab too, and it's grown ever since that point to more and more people. Um, currently, we're at the pool three mornings a week. We're a nonprofit society that has an elected volunteer board. We do fundraising and grant proposals and have some uh, participant fees to help us keep afloat and a little bit of a contract from Interior Health to provide a portion of our funding. We have eight staff people. We have an occupational therapist, physiotherapist, a kinesiologist, four fitness instructors, and a care attendant. And at any given time, we have 135 active participants on our membership list. Um, we help people who would normally not be able to use the pool safely because of various mobility and health issues. So we do an assessment and make sure that People feel safe getting in the pool, getting the help they need for mobility, for how to exercise in a safe way without having a medical crisis or making their condition worse. And we help people from young people who've had uh, motor vehicle or work injuries all the way through to seniors that are dealing with mobility issues and struggling to stay strong enough to stay in their own home. Um, and there has been a never-ending increase in demand as the population gets older. Um, we strive really hard to keep everybody happy and, and get in as soon as they can. But unfortunately, sometimes when the pool gets too full, we find that people aren't able to feel comfortable when there's more than 50 or 60 people in the pool and it starts to drop off. So, um, like I say, there's a never-ending demand, and it's a really amazing place where people learn to or learn how to take care of themselves and take care of their own health and feel stronger for it as part of the community. But that's amazing that you know Recope's been going ever since that pool was built, and uh, when when the aquatic center was built, Summerland's population was half of what it is today. Uh, over the years, spaces have been adapted as best as possible to to meet the increased demand that we've had over the years. Um, today, most aquatic programs are at their maximum capacity and with long wait lists. Um, only one activity can take place at any one time in that pool. So you can't have swim lessons going on at the same time as AquaFit, for example. Um, like any facility, there are prime times where everybody wants their programs running at those times. So that requires a lot of juggling with scheduling. And we're just not able to meet the demands for uh, public sessions, programs, swim clubs, rental requests, and all that sort of thing. Yeah, so the pool, the limitations that Orca has with the with our current pool is um, this year we had 20 brand new swimmers. So those are kids that have never swam competitively before. So we usually probably ages five to 10, and we can only take 20. And we're and we're maxed out at that. And it's important for us to grow those development levels so that by the time these kids are teenagers, they there's still enough of them swimming that we have a that we have a swim team. Um, the pool itself, the pool deck, just the whole pool facility is too small for us to host swim meets. 
And for competitive swim clubs, hosting a swim meet is your number one fundraiser. Um, and it just helps to pay the coaches, keep our, our swim fees down for families. Um, so we really need to get creative with our fundraising to sort of make up that gap that we can't make during a swim meet. Um, uh, what else? Yeah, I think that's that's probably our biggest is just the size and space. Mm-hmm. And it's a similar thing for Rico. Pre-pandemic, Rico was renting the pool three mornings a week for one hour. And we had about 130 people at that time as well. Uh, and the pool was often very full and uncomfortable. The pandemic came along and we needed to make those class sizes much smaller. We doubled our rental time and made it through the pandemic with smaller classes. Now, post-pandemic, we still are renting two hours a morning and all of our classes are full for the full two hours. So currently we're doing 12,000 visits a year based on six classes a morning, three mornings a week, 48 weeks of the year. And I don't see that diminishing over the coming years. So that makes it really challenging for us to fit in everybody who needs it. As well, Penticton used to have a program somewhat similar to RICO, which is folded, and they have not got the capacity. We don't have the capacity to absorb everyone who wants to come from Penticton, but when we look towards Penticton to be able to use their space, it would be really challenging for our people to go to drive down the highway to go to Penticton for the rehab services. But also in Penticton, there isn't rental time to have more things added to their schedule. So that's definitely a challenge. Um, the other, one of the other big limitations in the, the current pool is we have 50 people in the pool at any given time and they are exiting the pool from their classes at the same time and there's space in our hot tub for maybe six to eight people comfortably, which means that a lot of these people that are in pain and stiff and sore, working out in a cold pool, a pool that's cold enough for the Orca Club <laughs> kids to swim hard, um, which is a big pool for seniors, then don't get the opportunity to go in the hot tub at the end of class either. So it would be really lovely when we have a pool that's got more space in the hot tub and more consistently warm showers <laughs> and those kinds mm-hmm. of things for people to enjoy the benefits from their stretching and their exercises and not tense up and and go home cold. Uh, One of the other really big challenges we find in the current pool is the accessibility into the pool. To get into the pool right now, you need to use the ladders. So during recope time, we manually put in a set of stairs, we manually put in tables for people to sit on to work out. and we have no accessible change rooms. So for anyone who needs to have a care attendant help them in any kind of significant way, we're not able to support them at this time just due to the lack of change rooms that have appropriate uh, infrastructure for people with mobility challenges. So hopefully in a new pool, that means that we would be able to have better access for everybody, more space for everybody, and uh, better temperatures that work for our clientele, but also for the other user groups by having multiple pools. In 2018, uh, the district did a facility condition assessment that concluded the facility, the the aquatic center was at its end of its life. Um, That was five years ago. Uh, We've, we've, 
still have ongoing building and maintenance issues. All the major mechanical, electrical, and pool systems have, have exceeded their expected uh, usable life. Uh, we're unable to source many replacement parts, um, electrical, plumbing, that sort of thing, uh, because uh, they're so old. And in effect, uh, there are parts that we purchase on eBay. The, the, the instability of the main pool structure is a bit of a problem. Uh, it, uh, you can't drain it totally or else it will collapse within itself, I'm told. The, uh, there's hot tub failures. The uh, building envelope is in poor condition with air uh, and water leakage uh, and potential for mold. Um, there's termites are, um, are compromising these, the, uh, the structure of the building. You know, there's, I, I know that there are times when termites are dropping on the desks of pool staff, uh, life cooking around with uh, incesticides. I mean, it's, uh, it's, that's a real problem, the termites. We also have ants and rodent infestations. The leaking roof requires uh, major repairs. And the pool using 86% uh, more energy um, than an average pool swimming pool is expected to. Yeah. So the the challenges that we find for with Orca, and Jean mentioned it a little bit, are probably the biggest one for our swimmers is the pool temperature. Um, for competitive swimming, the ideal temperature is 25 to 27 degrees Celsius. Um, because these kids are working out hard there. They'll, uh, they'll go three to five kilometers in a, any given workout. Um, so they'll come out of the water and they are just beet red and they often, um, use the hose right on the pool deck to cool off. Or if it's winter and there's snow outside, they'll run out and roll around in the snow. Um, so for babies and toddlers, the comfortable water temperature is 30 to 32 degrees Celsius. And seniors are right in there at 30 to 31 degrees Celsius. So um, there's no way for the water to be cold for one group and then warm it up for the other group and then cool it back down for the other group. So um, an ideal situation would be that separate leisure pool that can be a warmer temperature and, and then the, the bigger competitive swimming pool. Um, another challenge is the shallow end is very shallow. It's tough for the kids to do for their flip turns. Um, they learn to figure it out, but uh, without banging their foreheads on the ground, but that's a tough, a tough challenge. Um, and then just the more facility challenge would be the change rooms are just dated for the what we're used to in our society now. Um, so it's hard for the young kids to just be let in there on their own. There's no way to safely supervise them um, while they're changing. And then just another point about um, there being another pool 15 minutes down the road. Um, Kisu is Penticton's competitive swimming club, and they're, they're packed too. They're a very popular program. And all of our Orca kids cannot be absorbed by Kisu's swim club. Um, they're already running at capacity, and so to add anyone that wants to competitively swim from a different town would be would be too hard. So those would be our those would be Orca's challenges. Mm -hmm. And Recope's major challenges are lack of ability to increase our rental time um, to keep meeting the demand to try and get more time from 
the, to rent more time from the district would mean that we'd be encroaching on swim lesson time, school times, and those kinds of things. And it's not possible, basically, is the way the timetable is um, currently running. So with having two pools, it would mean that um, more people could be using the pool at the same time and all the needs could be met. The other uh, accessibility issue that I mentioned earlier was just the accessibility of this current pool is very difficult for anybody with mobility issues. So uh, having something that had a graduated entry and built-in lifts and those kinds of things would certainly make it easier for all the people with mobility issues as well as for the young children. And ongoing issues in the change rooms, you know, with uh, proper infrastructure with grab bars and built-in benches, not the benches that we currently have that move when you sit on them and those kinds of things. So to bring the facility up to safety codes would be a wonderful thing. So the, the 2018 facility condition assessment, it, it reviewed the option of renovating the existing uh, aquatic center, but it wasn't recommended. The, the, the report recommended building a new facility to address these physical and programming deficiencies we've been talking about. Uh, it also uh, recommended building a, a swimming pool 50% larger than the current pool to meet the, um, not only the, the future demands, but you know the current demands uh, that we have right now. And uh, a, a pool 50% larger than what we have now is typical size of a pool for a community of the population of Summerland. It's not an extravagant um, kind of pool at all. That's what most communities our size have. In 2021, Council uh, received a needs assessment exploring the community recreation, the idea of this new, a new community recreation and health center. It outlined the um, different components and spaces that you, we could have in a new recreation center, which, uh, and then after extensive uh, community engagement process, we, we came up with a, a proposal. Uh, that included a public survey, which showed strong support for replacing the existing aquatic and fitness center. In fact, 83% uh, of people said strongly supported the replacement and 10% somewhat supported. So that was 93% support for replacing the current aquatic center. Besides looking at the aquatics, the needs assessment looked at the idea of a community gymnasium, fitness center, indoor walking track, indoor tennis, multi-purpose activity room, a childcare center, and a health center. The idea of connecting the health center to to um, to the pool, um, you know, because it was for that to help that rehab um, process that 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 Recope is involved in really the doctors really saw a benefit of the of the two being connected um, but the top priority was a new pool um, and so the recommendation that uh, that council agreed to was to to go to referendum on a new facility for a uh, with a six lane pool and a separate leisure pool uh, with a hot tub, universal change rooms, fitness room, and multi-purpose rooms. The other options were considered, but they didn't. They're not included in the final plan, uh, including two additional lanes for the swimming pool to make it an eight-lane uh, competition pool. But we decided to keep it to six lanes, uh, mainly because of the cost, not just of capital cost, but ongoing operational costs as well. The health center was split out as a separate 
project and council still working on that with our local doctors, but that's a completely separate project now. Last year, we did a feasibility and site fit study, and it was determined that a new pool ought to go next to the Summerland Arena, um, and because largely because there was a strong desire to not interrupt our current services and programs like Orca and Recope um, while the, a new pool was being built. And we've also done studies like uh, updating the cost estimate and uh, assessments on, on, on making it a green building and uh, civil connections and geotech assessment and, and those sort of things. Kenny. My turn then. Yours. So our hopes for Orca with the, when we look ahead to a new facility, we obviously would um, hope to host meets in the future um, and just get more community involvement with that. Um, we would love to be able to expand and get more younger swimmers going and um, just to see where that can lead them in their future sport endeavors. Uh, the safer change rooms is huge. Um, and just that benefits of having the two separate pools, so the leisure pool um, for it to have the warmer temperatures and then the, the cooler big pool. Um, but then outside of Orca, I was thinking about it and things that that could bring are um, just a warmer, comfortable, more comfortable pool for um, babies, for families to come in the evening and come family swim after dinner. Um, host birthday parties. I know the pool already does, but you could host even more birthday parties. Uh, this summer when the smoke was so bad, the um, the rec center hosted a Smoky Skies swim and I heard there was over 100 uh, kids and families there taking advantage of that. So you could do more community events like that, that, um, that the pool is just already, they're already tapped for space now. And then um, well, I've got the microphone, my personal opinion, um, and just in thinking about this podcast and thinking about the new pool and all of the um, meetings and the lead up and the open houses and everything, I'm just so thankful that Summerland even has a pool. Um, I'm thankful for the people in 1976 and prior that planned this pool and built it and, um, and got all these programs going for our community. Um, when we moved to Summerland in 2011 or 12, um, that's when I got involved in Orca because our son started swimming with Orca at five years old and he swam for 10 years. And now our daughter is, she's been swimming for almost 10 years and it's just been such a great benefit to our family and um, our social lives and just all of it. And it's all because we are in a community with the pool. Um, and when I'm a senior, I want to be able to go to a program like RICO or not even a senior. If heaven forbid something happens and I need to do some water um, rehab, it's such an amazing program and, um, and such a special part of our community. Um, so just looking at programs like that, we're so lucky to have. And just future planning for a vibrant community. Like, do we want um, to attract families here? and? keep seniors here and and I think I do so that's sort of that's I'm I'm planning ahead hoping for the future not just looking right down the to next year I'm looking for yeah future planning yeah 
And my hopes for Summerland and for Recope are that when the current pool meets its eventual demise, we have a new pool in place and ready so that we can continue with continuity with all of the swim lessons, Orca, Recope, all the various user groups that use the pool for fitness and swimming. Um, and so that we have continuity so that programs like Recope are there for people who might need it in the future, which could be any one of us may have an accident, may have a stroke or a heart attack, or might get older. I think it's <laughs> probably coming down the pipe for a lot of us. And it would be it would be a tragedy if we didn't have it because I have seen the benefits of it for so many people over the 15 years I've been with the program. Um, and it's really an amazing thing to be able to support people who need support in their own community versus driving down the road to Penticton or Kelowna, where you might have a two or three or four month wait to get services anyway. One of the things we hear over and over again from our clients is that it's nice to be able to come in and know that they can come and talk to health professionals every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday morning if they need to without making an appointment. They can come in and be supported and we give them the help they need until they can get in to see their other healthcare providers. And I just think it's a really uh, a valuable resource that it would be, will need a new pool for us to be able to maintain this service going forward. So I hope everyone gets out on the fourth and votes positive and we continue to have a great community. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't see this as a, a referendum on just a new swimming pool. I see this as a referendum on what kind of community do we want to be? Do we want Summerland to be a community that attracts young families because we have great opportunities here like Orca? Do we want to be a community where people stay to grow old because we support our seniors with great programs like Recope? Or do we just want to be a sleepy bedroom community where to do anything, you have to head down down the highway if it's not blocked by a landslide and and go to Penticton or Kelowna. Uh, Jenny and Jean, thank you for joining me today. It's been most informative. As mentioned, next month's podcast will go into details of the proposed new rec centre. In the meantime, information is available at summerland.c slash recreation centre. And we update that website regularly with our uh, frequently asked questions. Uh, there will be a public house uh, on the referendum question and, and proposed new rec center on Wednesday, October 11th from 4 to 7 p.m. at the Arena Banquet Room. And we're also holding drop-in information center uh, sessions at the Aquatic Center, uh, one on Wednesday, October 18th from 3 to 5 p.m. and one on Thursday, October 19th from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. General voting day for the referendum is Saturday, November 4th, and there will be advanced voting days on Wednesday, October 25th, and Tuesday, October 31st. I am Summerland Mayor Doug Holmes, and you have been listening to the Mayor's Podcast. Thanks for tuning in.